According to its mission statement, Tufts is committed to providing transformative experiences for students and faculty in an inclusive and collaborative environment where creative scholars generate bold ideas, innovate in the face of complex challenges, and distinguish themselves as active citizens of the world. Now the question is, does Tufts hold itself up to those ideals? You are listening to A Blood on the Hill by the Tufts Daily. My name is Julia Greco. And my name is Anton Shank. We're back this spring with powerful investigations to answer this question and critically examine the reality behind the light on the hill. But first, let's take a step back. Our university is not isolated from the conversations happening across the nation and sweeping the Tufts Daily's own coverage. Male services employees allege racial discrimination and unfair pay practices. Charges against Tufts dining workers dropped. Independent investigation launched. Somerville and Medford declare racism a public health crisis. Independent investigation launched following incident involving women of color and TUPD. It's clear that, as Daily Reporter Andrew Fellows states here, we're standing at an incredible inflection point for the university. Local stakeholders and national leaders will drive Blight's examination of the Tufts Prison Initiative and the barriers facing incarcerated individuals. We do not use the word justice with the criminal legal system. <laughs> there's no justice in it. There's 2.3 million people locked up in, in the U.S. right now. And you can't lock up 2.3 million people without locking up genius, artists, philosophers, academics. Every college campus would, would benefit from including all of us. As well as our own community action. The work of Tuppet is to find that and to facilitate you know, responses to the problems of mass incarceration through these educational experiences. That experience was great, broadened my understanding of not just my world, but so many other worlds beyond. Making money off of imprisoning people and forcing them to work for below minimum wage is not something that Tufts necessarily should be profiting off of or affiliated with. Though another active national conversation has consumed the Tufts community as well. Death of a fraternity pledge. In 2013, the pledge was allegedly knocked unconscious during a hazing ritual and denied immediate medical attention. In light of this and other controversies surrounding the Greek system, some have called for its outright ban. We spoke with leaders in Greek life, students, university administrators, and more, trying to answer the question, what is the future of Greek life at Tufts? I'm Callisti St. John. Um, I'm a senior and I was president of Alpha Phi am now a guest president of our, our new local sorority. I think for some people, it's so hard to just come out and be like, yes, like this was founded in white supremacy. Like, of course, this was founded for white women. We believe that sororities can, to a certain extent locally, be reformed to a point where they're inclusive as much as any other group on a predominantly white campus. I can't say the same about fraternities. Our investigations will dive into these topics and many others in search of the truth behind the institution. This is a blight on the hill. Stay tuned, Tufts.